0: The escape room movies could have been great but they aren't and today i'm discussing why this is scott's self-indulgent movie podcast Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the Escape Room movies, Uh, the original which came out in 2019, which is just called Escape Room, and the most recent sequel, which is called Escape Room Tournament of Champions, uh, which is interesting because it really sounds more like an action movie than a horror movie, but what have you so i never reviewed escape room initially and i kind of i just i don't know i had a notion that there was a second one gonna get made and i figured they would all have similar problems and lo and behold they did so without further ado let's get started i have a confession to make i do not get escape rooms i don't find them fun or a good group activity they stress me out I get that a lot of people like the thrill of solving a puzzle with a time limit, but my anxious ass does not need more reasons to tense up my entire body. If I'm going to spend my money on an activity, I want it to be a release, not a literal prison I have to escape within an hour. So I didn't have high hopes for the Escape Room movies, and I was right not to because these movies are not good. They're bland horror movie cash-ins on a mild to moderate trend in the nation. Which stinks, because I think both movies, both Escape Room and Escape Room Tournament of Champions, had potential. So today, I'm going to explain why the setup should work, and the poor decisions the movie made instead. The setup for each Escape Room movie is pretty simple. Our protagonist is Zoe Davis, who is brought in, along with five strangers, to an escape room. But when the group discovers that the rooms take their deadly deadly premises very literally, the once-fun escape becomes a fight for survival. So the baseline for these is pretty good for a horror movie. You can take any number of people, put them in a series of deadly puzzles, and watch them try to escape with their lives. And the first movie puts together an interesting series of traps and rooms that are all somewhat tied to who's in the room. It's not deep, but it's okay. Pardon me. That said, there are some gigantic problems that only become more obvious in the sequel. So problem number one, what's happening and why? There are a lot of horror movies like this that have fun with a lingering question in the background. What's going on? This is a very com this is very common in sci-fi horror movies, a la cube, where the players figure out they're in some kind of deadly maze and don't understand how they got there or why. And there's two ways to go with this: either it doesn't matter, and the real tension is determining whether this group can work together. Or there's some kind of test that this outside force is putting all of these people through. Maybe it's for growth, maybe it's for shits and giggles, it doesn't necessarily matter. But if you do attempt to put in meaning, it should, well, have meaning and make some degree of sense. I'm not big on the Saw movies, but at least Jigsaw has an ethos. He is punishing people for their misdeeds and giving them a chance at redemption. Makes sense. In Escape Room, our players are selected first because they were lone survivors from traumatic incidents, and apparently that makes them ideal game players, and in the second, they're people who played the game and won before, like the second Hunger Games movie. In the first movie, you think this could have a lot of meaning. Maybe these people all have extreme survivor's guilt that they're trying to work through, or maybe this is a sick game by the organizers to toy with them. But that all breaks down pretty quickly when you think about the setups and in the final final reason. The first hint is that there could be a connection to all these people playing the games comes in pretty early, as lots of characters get moments where they see something that makes them shiver. Creepy, but also, how can the organizers guarantee that the right people would see this stuff? I'm just imagining a bunch of strangers trying to piece together what this puzzle has to do with someone else's childhood trauma who's not there, and it's way funnier than it should be. I don't like to nitpick, but this is the kind of movie logic that's hard to accept in a bad movie. The second problem is that we find out that the rooms are all part of a giant gambling game that does this with all kinds of people, and lone survivors were the theme, I guess? It's so arbitrary after seeming so intentional and personal beforehand. It means the only reason they were picked is because they met the theme, which is disappointing and leads into the second problem. Problem number two, the real fear. Them. In most of the movie setups, the real problem is in most of move, these movie setups, the real problem is either a failure in cooperation or something that the people involved are trying to get over—personal trauma, what have you. That's the test. No matter what the powers that be put in front of you, this was the actual danger. Your the actual danger was yourself or a failure to work together. Nice human-centered message. Not here. Nope. We're going giant shadowy organization with limitless resources, which is so weak and lazy as a pitch in this particular movie. It means there's no way to figure out any motivation, and makes the villain insurmountable and inexplicably powerful. Villains like this need limits, or an ideal. Otherwise, escape is never an escape, and we're just waiting for the shoe to drop. Hence why a major twist in the second movie isn't a twist, it's exactly what you'd expect. Take the Game Masters in Squid Game. On paper, they're almost identical. They make offers to potentially desperate people and have them fight their way through a series of ordeals. They even bring in people to bet on everything and have spectators. But they also represent represent something. A false sense of fairness. They are a manifestation of capitalist ideals at their core. That anyone can win if they are the best. Which, of course, ignores and even encourages violence, betrayal, or wor- and worse for the sake of victory. If it's winner take all, no one will abide by any sense of justice or rules. So, what does the group in Escape Room represent? An existential threat to humanity? I mean, not really. They only seem to snatch up randos in sixes and put them through the ringer. What do they believe in? Betting? games? It's unclear, and makes the entire series feel like a tedious exercise while we wait for this group to truly flex their muscle. In short, Escape Room would be better if this was the plan of one bitter man with time and money and a grudge than a shadowy group with an an insignia that means